Hey everybody, welcome to another episode, season four of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I have a little bit to get into in my new segment, but before I begin, as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast, I have a good friend, Joey Ayala, that will be joining me in season four for a lot of historical episodes, anything that involves ancient construction, ancient civilization, or anything with history that has a paranormal aspect, Joey Ayala will be joining me. Next week, I have a very special episode, my first collaboration with a podcast. I will be having Lindsay, I mentioned this briefly in my last episode, I have Lindsay joining me from the Chilling Podcast. She's an upcoming podcaster, and she has a brand new show that's I think has roughly around 13, it's going to be 13 episodes, and she's very in tune and very knowledgeable about the paranormal, and her podcast is about one of the most haunted houses in Kent, Ohio. I've been listening in, it sounds great, she sounds great, and she's going to be on the podcast next week, and we'll be talking about her podcast about her paranormal experiences and everything that she talks about in her podcast. It's going to be awesome to talk to another podcaster that is affiliated with Paranormal. So I am super stoked about that next week. She'll be joining me via phone call and you guys will be able to listen to us next week once I air the episode and re-record. So I'm super excited about that. And now we're going to dive into a little bit of Paranormal news. In recent news, the Blockbuster webpage has been activating, activated again, leading people to believe there is something coming from the world of Blockbuster. Now, we know that Netflix had dropped a Blockbuster TV show that didn't really do very well, and it's people make a joke that it is the second time that Netflix has slayed Blockbuster. So, we don't know what this activation of the webpage is. Maybe it's another streaming service. I would have some personal ideas for them if they did something that's along the lo- along the lines of streaming. But well, I guess we'll figure out in the next couple of uh, you know months or so. And this is from IGN. You guys know I love IGN. They have a lot of stuff that they put out there in the world of video games, movies, and science news. Scientists have found signs of a planet transiting outside of a star outside the Milky Way, potentially representing what could be the first ever planet to be detected in another galaxy. I feel like I say these types of news news pieces every week, but when I see them, I find them interesting and I relay the message to you guys. Ghostbusters Firehouse. Now, you guys know that I am a huge fan of Ghostbusters. It has began filming in London Kingdom, United Kingdom in London. So it's going to be probably by the next year and a half before we see anything as far as trailers or anything like that with Ghostbusters. But they had started filming. And if you're looking forward to another movie with history involved and the greatest archaeological adventurer in the world indiana jones a hundred days until harrison ford puts on the fedora again and we see his last adventure on the movie screen that's going to be bittersweet i am a huge fan of a few movies that i grew up with star wars ghostbusters ninja turtles and indiana jones and that's going to be for me an emotional emotional uh movie to go see i thought the last movie was going to be the last one but Seeing these trailers, it looks like they're really going to do it up for this. So I cannot wait for that. So we're going to dive right on into Season 4, Episode 101. And if you guys listened to my 100th episode, my other friend Joey Valentino, I have two Joeys, so I know it can get confusing. Confusing. Um, boy, I'm tongue-tied there. Uh, 
I know it can get confusing, but Joey was on and he was helping me go through the top 10 episodes that were listened to from three seasons of my podcast. And I had mentioned on there that what I've been doing lately is I scroll through TikTok and I see what's really trending with paranormal. That's something that I do at night. I go through Instagram, I go through TikTok, and I look at all these videos that come out. And in the last, I would say, anywhere between three to five months, there's been this popularity growing around giants. Giants, they find bones, there's trees that were giant trees, trees that are moving, that people are claiming are being moved by giants, and I just found it very intriguing that this is the popularity topic on social media. It's one of them. Politics aside, because there's a lot going on in politics, which I really don't touch unless it involves paranormal, but besides from the politic aspect of social media, this is what's been trending according to what I see on TikTok. And I wanted to dive into it, and I've touched on it on, on an episode called Andrew Dawson and the Giant. And I dove right into it pretty quickly. I did an episode. I updated that whole story when I found updates about Andrew Dawson. And that was all I really covered about the Giants, hence, like, thus far. But I wanted to get into an episode today explaining the actual story of the Giants. And what I've come up with within the last week is pretty much mixed news and facts about the Giants. Has there ever been real Giants? Has there ever been stories of Giants? And the answer to that in a nutshell is yes, there has been stories. And yes, there has been discoveries of Giants. But has Giants, as we go on TikTok and social media and the way people label it in these videos, have the, has there been those Giants is a little bit of a stretch. But we're going to really get into that. Now, I'm actually going to play a clip real quick before I get into the whole in-depth coverage as best as I can of my friend Charlie. Now, my friend Charlie, in in the last years, and I always mention him, has gone through this religious, you know, religious revival. And he speaks about the Giants, and he's been speaking about the Giants before they've been on social media getting pretty big for quite some time now. And the reason he says it is because there is this theory, I guess, in Christianity that fallen angels, which we'll get into, is which but right now I can tell you is kind of what the giants are, are what they believe to be the ghosts. Fallen angels are demons, they trick you. So when I talk about my podcast to Charlie, he's like, those are just the Nephilim. Those are just demons. You know, whenever you research ghosts or anything with paranormal that's what you're that's what you're messing with i'm like okay whatever so pretty much every single time i go see him for a haircut because he's also my barber we get into conversations about covid and the giants and ufos which i'm going to touch on this episode a little bit as well and we talk about the same reoccurring thing so one day i took the time and i aired this in the andrew dawson and the giant episode I took the time to ask him real quick on what he, what the Giants are exactly in a nutshell. And I'll play replay that again so you guys can get the gist of, from his point of view, um, an average 
Christian take on what the Giants are, the Nephilim, because that's what their, their correct term is, and then I'll take it from there. Hey, this is Billy from the Say What Again Billy podcast. I have one of my friends, best friends, and he's also my barber. And I'm here to interview him about what he knows about the Giants because he's more intellectually inclined with religion and the Bible than I am. So, Charlie, tell me what you know about the Giants in the Bible and if there's possibility they're around today. So, the Bible does state that they did exist. And the way that happened was because the angels made it with the women. God gave a group of angels a command to take care of uh, his children, and that is us. And they decided to create their own race on earth. So was there Bible, was there stories in the Bible of giants prior to that, like before Noah's flood? Yes, that's when that, that happened. Uh, so, so the giant, what you just said, takes place before Noah's flood or after? Um, before. Before. So they basically mated and then he banished them? So part of the flood was because he wanted to get rid of the giants and all the bad stuff happening on Earth during those times. So is it safe to say they're, they're gone or do you believe there's a possibility, like, um, like demons, that they're still possibly walking amongst us? So the giants, it seems like the giants did survive the flood because then you have the story of uh, David and Goliath and he is a part of the race of the giants. Which was the Nephilim? Nephilim? I, I think it's called uh, the Nephilim. Nephilim, yes, the Nephilim. Nephilim. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. For, and I'm going to add this on to my podcast and uh, I'll let you know when it's out. You got it, buddy. Thank you for having me. So you just heard my clip from an interview that I did with my friend Charlie talking about the fallen angels, which the fallen angels were the, essentially created the Nephilim. In the words from my friend Charlie, and apparently in Christian versions of the Bible, God gave strict orders to these angels to go watch over humankind on earth. And what they did was start to give them information to include things that Charlie didn't include there in the interview. These angels started giving humans information they weren't ready for. Information about the stars and building things that they shouldn't be able to build, which kind of makes sense when we look at subjects like Egypt and around the world, other ancient historical structures that are questionable. And they began to crossbreed these angels with females, creating the Nephilim. The Nephilim are a group of beings mentioned in the Hebrew Bible specifically in the book of Genesis. They're described as the sons of God, the offspring of the sons of God, daughters of men. The meaning of son of gods is still to this day very unclear. And there are some various interpretations about who or what they are. The Nephilim are often associated with giants, which everyone is talking about on social media, specifically TikTok. Some, transli- some, tra- some translations of the Bible describe them as such. The Book of Numbers also mentions the Nephilim, describing them as a race of giants who inhabited the land of Canaan. 
The origin of the nature of Nephilim are the subject of much debate and speculation. Some interpret them as fallen angels, like my friend Charlie, while others view them as simply a group of powerful humans. The exact meaning of the term Nephilim is also unclear, with some suggesting that it means fallen ones or mighty ones. It is worth noting that many movies and TV shows and video games have included the giants, the Nephilim, in their works. Now, one person associated with the giants and the Nephilim is Enoch. Uh, Denzel Washington was in this movie called The Book of Enoch. It was a movie that he was trying to get this book, I guess, uh, I, I only saw parts of it, to a group of people so that they can rewrite their faith on this post-apocalyptic earth or world. Um, and Enoch, to what our knowledge is, is one of the lost books. Some don't interpret it as a concrete proof of different type of scriptures, which is found in it. Enoch is a figure from the Hebrew Bible and is also mentioned in the New Testament. Now, when I say the New Testament, I strongly believe the Christian New Testament because in Catholic faith, according to my friend Frank, who's a religion teacher, says that Enoch is mentioned as a person, not what I'm discussing here at all in the Catholic Bible. According to the book of Genesis, Enoch was the son of Jared and the great-grandfather of Noah. He is described as having, having walked with God and having been taken up to heaven without experiencing death. To my knowledge, there was two people, I guess Enoch being one of them, that did not experience death. God took them straight from earth and brought them up in a chariot of some sort right to heaven. The book of Enoch, which is not considered part of the Hebrew Bible, now this is saying that it's not part of the Hebrew Bible now, Enoch is depicted as a prophet who was given visions of heaven and the end of the world. The book of the the book is attributed to Enoch and is believed to have been written in the 2nd or 1st century before Christ. The book of Enoch is composed of five sections, including visions of the heavens, the fall of the angels, the birth of Noah, and the judgment of the wicked. It contains a wealth of information about angelology, demonology, and other studies of the heavens. And it was influential in Jewish and Christian thought in the centuries following the composition. Enoch is also mentioned in the New Testament, specifically in the letter of Jude. In the letter, Enoch is referred to as a prophet who prophesied about the coming judgment of the wicked, which was the giants and everyone that lived on earth that eventually Noah would grow up and take his family, build the ark, and God would flood the lands. So, in that right there, it basically says, there's a lot of a lot of parts there that says it's the book of Enoch and the story of the Nephilims isn't included in certain books. So, it's really hard to determine the validity of the Nephilim talk and Enoch. Now, Enoch is not canon to the Catholic religion. It's mentioned that he is a person in there, but he's not mentioned to the extent where the Christian versions of him 
have him to be this very profound prophet working with God and having ties with the Giants. Now, another part of what I learned, and this is also from my friend Charlie, according to him, Enoch was a direct messenger between the angels, the fallen angels, and God. And at one point, the fallen angels, when they were brought to earth, they were banned to earth, wanted to come back to heaven and asked Enoch to talk to God and say, hey, you know, we, we, we're sorry, we want to go back up there. And then God sent Enoch back to the giants and the fallen angels and said, Enoch explained to them, God is very mad at you, it's not going to happen. And that's that. They were left on earth, and even when they died on earth, they weren't able to go to heaven, which essentially makes them roaming fallen angels on earth forever from their living form to their death form, which would be what some paranormal investigators believe demons to this day. Now, I have done a lot of research on this in the last week, trying to find um, valid points and truth to their this actually existing. And I've looked at the Catholic side, which completely shuns the whole Nephilim and Enoch thing. I sent my friend Charlie a screenshot the other day about this Nephilim talk and Enoch because he says Enoch is in Christian faith and it's it's only in Christian faith, not Catholic faith and that's why you can't find certain things on it and when I went and googled something it I found something very, very curious Christianity by the 4th century, the book of Enoch was mostly excluded from Christian biblical canon so not only Catholic canon but Christian canon, which is my friend Charlie claims to be Christian, and is now regarded as scripture only by Ethiopian Orthodox, Tohedo Church, and the Ethrian Orthodox, Tohedo Church. So it's kind of hard to believe something that has this Bible, this this biblical talk of Nephilim and giants, when only very few religion branches actually use it as canon. And what I did, and I took it a step further, is I really tried to research. You know, everyone wants proof, evidence, right? Dig something out of the ground and and show me that they existed, and then I'll believe, right? Because there's stories in the Bible where people don't believe Moses parted the Red Sea. Or that Noah actually built the ark and fit every single animal on it and was out on the ocean for 40 days and 40 nights. So I went on to an article. An ancient Roman giant found oldest complete skeleton with giantism. A 6 foot 8 inch giant skeleton was found and it was the first finding in Rome of a skeleton or a person that used to live that had giantism. So I was like, all right, let me let me read this article and see if, you know, they found the giant. And in the article, it said, when it was uncovered, and it was kind of fairly recently, I believe like 2000-something, it only said they had giantism. And it was only six foot something, the giant. At the time, the Romans, during that time period, were an average of 5'2 to 5'4". This particular Roman skeleton was found at six foot one. So at that time, I they presumed, or these archaeologists that found the bones, presumed that he had giantism. 
And there's other people that had giantism in history, but are not considered Nephilim. Robert Wadlow. According to the Book of Guinness Records, the tallest human in recorded history was Robert Wadlow of the United States. He was born in 1918 and he died in 1940. He was 8 foot 11 inches. That's pretty crazy. I mentioned this with Joey Valentino last week on my 100th episode. Because we were talking about Andrew Dawson and the Giant. The top, my top 10 episodes. So there are, his, there are findings of people that are gigantic or tall. But there's no concrete evidence that we ever found of giants existing. There was a, un, a discovery in Ohio some time ago. And they found this skeleton and they believed that it was a giant skeleton. And upon further review, it was just a mammoth. So people really want to run with this giant story. And even when it comes to the religion aspect of it, the Book of Enoch, and from my research, kind of looks like it's not canon to a lot of religions, whether it's Christian or Catholic or even Hebrew. There's mentions of Enoch and it's, I guess, like I say on some other episodes, entirely up to you to have the faith whether to believe that Enoch was portrayed as the mediator between God and the fallen angels and if Nephilim were actually a thing because in the Catholic Bible, it's not really in there. The flood is in there. But it's not mentioned that God flooded the earth to get rid of giants that crossbreeded with humans. And again, I asked a religion teacher in the Catholic faith, worth noting, and he had no he had no idea what I was talking about. And this is a man that can name every saint, every verse in the Bible, every holiday we don't know about when it comes to Catholicism. And he had no clue about this stuff. So when it comes to the giants and the Nephilim, it really is going to come down to this. Your faith and believing in it. Now we take it back a step to TikTok. It's a very popular trend. It started with Andrew Dawson. This this person, rest in peace, because he did take his own life, posted this video, became very viral about it. And a little bit before him, there was a lot of giant talk and a lot of stuff on social media about giants. However... The, the stuff we're seeing, these footprints of gigantic people, bones, giant swords, are all explainable. Whether it be fake or it be something that was made large for a reason. Recently, I believe in Japan, they discovered, it's been on social media, discovered this sword of some sort that was gigantic. And it was meant to protect this kind of tomb or something. And right away... People posted it on TikTok saying it was a sword made for the giants. No, sometimes in art or when it comes to putting something in tombs, people make things a little bigger for the, the decoration or the burial purposes. And people are taking that finding and trying to throw it into this whole giant social media, you know, giant social media um, controversy online. Remember, people on TikTok are looking for clout. So they'll run with anything. There's a lot of videos I watch on there and I pass right on by. I reshare a lot of content on my social media page if I find it to have some kind of validity to it. And giants right now are just really being used for the spark of social media attention. I looked 
for a week trying to find actual giant remains uncovered, and I can only come up with one good source of, and it had giant, and the person, the skeleton had giantism, and that was the archaeological finding in Rome with the Roman skeleton. Anything else was debunked or fact-checked, so all you really have is the story of the Nephilim, whether or not to believe it or not. Until it comes a day where we uncover something underground and a skeleton is, is found and dug up, that's when I'll say, okay, I believe. But for now, I have a hard time believing in all that simply because there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of not believing in the Christian, they're not using Enoch and the Nephilim as canon in Christian Bible verses. So the next thing I guess I'd have to do and come back and touch on this is really read the Bible, the Christian version of it, and see where I can find these Nephilim stories and see if I could read it for myself. But all in all, the Nephilim is a really big story. So I'm sorry to my listeners who wanted me to talk about the Nephilim being real. And unfortunately, I didn't find much about them being real. It's a story and that's pretty much it. And it's not even used in all of Christian Bibles now. It's not canon to Christians and it's not canon to Catholics. Now we're going to get into something that I wanted to touch on real quick. And that is this mothership talk. Lester Holt, a couple of weeks ago, released a report that there's the Pentagon talking about a mothership potentially being above or above in space, above the Earth, letting out these little mini UFOs, and that's what we're seeing. You know, my question that I wanted to bring up and I was thinking about when I heard this was, how many times are they going to flip-flop of UFOs being real and UFOs being fake? Like, didn't we just talk the other day, not too long ago, on one of my episodes, where the news report in the White House was saying things we're seeing in the sky were used car dealership balloons flying around. And then weeks later, Lester Holt puts a report out that there's a mothership in space ready to invade. Now, Project Bluebeam, I'm going to get into it. We're going to cover it in an episode, me and Joey Ayala. But it was... A theory that some Canadian, his name is super hard to pronounce, came up with that the government is coming up with technology to pretty much trick us into believing something is going on and gaining control via a holographic like rapture and using aliens as something to persuade us that things are happening. Some catastrophic event with aliens and the rapture all in one. And what's going to end up happening is they're going to ask, according to Project Bluebeam, they're going to ask us to go to certain places, gain control via using holograms, UFOs, and holy figures, the the rapture occurrence. And all this stuff in the news kind of sounds like a little bit along Project Bluebeam. And I never really looked too much into Project Bluebeam because I was like, nah, at the time when it came out, I was like, mm, I, I don't, I don't really believe that it's something that it's too too valid it's, it doesn't make sense but it kind of feels like they're trying to push this project blue beam thing or start it one day they're telling you they don't believe that it's it's balloons in the sky and next day motherships are in the sky you got people like jeremy corbell on tv on social media telling the government that they got to be fair about what's going on and then one day the government will drop a major 
clip. Like, yeah, this, you know, we don't know what this is. And then the next day they'll backtrack. There's a lot of back and forth. I don't know if anyone else has noticed it. Like I said, one day they're telling us it's balloons and the next day they're saying motherships. Lester Holt reports motherships over the space. I don't know what's going on, but something is definitely going on. And there's a lot of stuff going on, especially today in in news. I don't mean to get into politics and I won't get into politics, but today is a very historical it will be an historical day if the news is accurate to what's going to happen over something that all I can say is just do your research. You know, if you don't like the guy, then you don't like the guy and you're going to be happy. But if you, you know, you have a, a strong middle stance, there's something's not right. They're doing a lot of things lately to distract us from what's really going on. And it's kind of sad because I want to believe there's UFOs and aliens and everything running around going up, up, up there in the sky. But at the end of the day, there's so much other stuff going on that I'm starting to lean towards a lot of stuff is a distraction, which sucks because I kind of want the UFO and alien thing to be 100% real. I know it is. I know there are UFOs, but there's so much going on at the same time. And it leads me to believe that it is some form of distraction. They're using certain things to distract us. And that's going to go really fall into the whole conspiracy kind of talk again, which I didn't, I did enough conspiracies um, in season three. So I don't want to touch conspiracies for a while, but everything that's going on right now with the mothership talk and everything else in the news, it feels like it's a distraction. It feels like the project blue beam scenario might come about. And again, I'll touch the whole project blue beam thing um, in season four, at some point, if the alien and UFO stuff picks up again, because it kind of died down, but if it picks back up, I'm going to go in depth and cover Project Blue Beam in depth and try to relate some things that have gone on to what Project Blue Beam is all about. But as far as the mothership thing, I've been looking up in the sky and I haven't been seeing that much. And there has been very re- report here and then. A week will go by with no UFO. It's kind of died down. So I'm not really taking much... I'm not really paying much attention to it. When Lester Holt announced that on TikTok, it was... Everyone was posting videos. Did he just say that? Did he just say that? People believing it. Some people not believing it. So a lot of people believing that this is a distraction, like I kind of lean towards, or a lot of people believing that the UFOs are going to invade Earth. I don't know, man. I don't really believe... That we're going to get invaded yet, but something is definitely going on and you should pay attention to it. So that was episode 101 of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. I tried to describe and talk about the Nephilim as best I could and talk about this mothership talk a little bit. But if you want to have your own podcast and talk about motherships, Nephilim, or whatever else you want to talk about, I suggest if you don't know about Spotify for Podcasters, you download the app. Spotify for Podcasters is the free app that lets you get your podcasting idea out there. They give you all the tools and tricks you need entirely for free. So if you have a podcasting idea and you want to get it out there, download Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor. If you want to find me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And this has been the kickoff of Season 4, Episode 101. Next week, I have a special guest from the Chilling Podcast. Lindsay will be on with me via phone call. Don't miss that. It's my first collaboration. And until next week, this has been another episode of the Say What Again, Billy Podcast. Report on UFOs. The Pentagon's expert warning about a possible mothership coming close to Earth. (laughs) 